All right. Welcome back to Believe You Are a Good Mom. This is so funny. I have Cammie Banks with us today. Hi, Cammie. Okay. I'm just going to jump right in and let her introduce herself so that I don't spend too long telling you all our random histories of like meeting in person in the bathroom and all the things. So go ahead, Cammie. Tell us about you. We've decided that I like to meet people in the bathroom, I guess now. Yes, you are a bathroom (laughs) connector. That's not awkward at all. Me and Emily knew each other virtually, but then I saw her in the bathroom and I was like, this is so fun. We get to meet in person in the bathroom. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, it's because oh, at live events, the only time you have to like interact with people is the bathroom breaks. So of course true. we're, we're at a live event. You can't talk unless you go into the bathroom because the event goes on the whole day. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> she really needs to put breaks to have like socializing time because that's the second best part of going to those events. Or we just make our own breaks, right? We just create our own own breaks. Um, But yeah, I'm super excited to be here. I am a life coach as well. And I I work in a life coaching setting, but I am a health coach as well. And I've grown up that way. It's a very deep passion of mine. And when I first started life coaching, I'm like, I probably don't need to bring health into it. But then I soon found out that it's a very innate thing in me that I love to be able to help people gain more knowledge and how to apply health into their life. So I, um, I work with women that want to move basically. So I like to help people that want to do five K's or if they want to do triathlons, but not just in a way of, of racing, but in a way of bringing food in and our mind in to actually help us move or to the bigger sense, like really not just live into like an athletic potential, but in a human potential, like how do we really like tap in and, and my team is called team elevate so how do we really elevate with our food and our movement and our mind and that's been so fun to do and it, I, I started doing it in college I graduated exercise science and then my mom my late mom was a raw food chef so I learned so much about food from her and how it really helps heal the body and how it can be this relationship with food can be so much greater than what we make it and so bringing it all together. It's been so fun. I have this team of moms that want to move and we meet together. We do, we hike together and we ski together. And then we coach together on the virtual (laughs) when we can't be together all the time. And selfishly, like my life has changed and grown so much, but then to see these women's life, like they're all amazing. Whenever we start, wherever we start, we're amazing, Mm -hmm. but to see their lives elevate and to see them evolve and to truly like discover what's already inside them, they just mm-hmm. find it again. It's been amazing. That's so. so awesome. Oh, I love that so much. <laughs> and I love how you say just moms that want to move because that sounds possible. When you say like run 5Ks and go skiing, I'm like, I'm out. But moms <laughs> that want to move, yeah, I want to move. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> and I want to move. want to move most of the time. <laughs> yeah, and sometimes our like, our like comfortable self is like, yeah, you don't need to move. But I'm like, right. there's so many ways that like, women can move now that I'm like, let's just find what works for you. And those are the ways that I've found that works for me, but there's other ways that work for women that our bodies want to move. And so I'm like, let's help them move. Yeah. I'm the, do the workout video in the, in the dark basement where nobody is watching kind of move. (laughs) Hey, that's moving though. Like your body is so appreciative that it's moving in a dark basement here, you know, wherever it is. I'm like, that's why we created such a variety of ways to move and you don't have to limit yourself to one, you know, just like, let's go that and dance parties just alexa play madonna and then we all just have a good time right yeah so, I, those are my I, preferred 
I also think dancing is like movement. And I also think it helps us free all those feelings, you know, that are inside yes, of us. They I like know. They get to move around. So I think it's, that's a duel. That's, that's winning twice. Totally. So breathing and then moving. Those are yeah. the secrets to life. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> because you need to do both of those to be alive, right? <laughs> okay. So this is what I want to ask you, because I was just talking to another coach friend of mine. I don't think I talked to anyone who isn't coaches anymore. <laughs> just kidding. I do. Um. Anyway. What are we talking about? Oh, okay. So the difference between, cause I really love this, that this is kind of becoming a buzz thing is listening to your body. So, um, she is like a crazy athlete that does like weightlifting. She's like, I don't know if you know her, her name's Elisa Fucci. I'll just do a little shout out there. So I can't even remember what her handle is right now, but she's on Instagram, like with her, with her big muscles and her weights. And I'm like, girl, that's good attention grabber in the scroll, you know, but, um, but I know her as a life coach on virtually, you know, so it's anyway, Mm -hmm. point is she's talking about how like, oh, I hurt my back. So I have to be careful at the gym, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, girl, I thought you were like listening to your body. Cause she's really big about that too. You know? And she's yeah. like, oh yeah, yeah. Like the difference between listening to your body, like it, and this is what I concluded. Let me just <laughs> cut to the chase. Yeah. So we talk about clean pain and dirty pain with emotional pain. Like when something, um, you know, sad happens something traumatic or something you know devastating whatever we want to feel bad about that and that's Mm -hmm. fine like you don't have to be like hey my mom died and I'm just gonna be happy now and like whatever like for maybe forever like there's gonna be emotions that some people like to call negative emotion but it's not a bad thing to feel those right like all the emotions are fine but some of them keep you stuck and that's what we call dirty pain, right? That you stay yeah. stuck in the muck and it feels dirty and you can tell, but the clean pain like moves you through yeah. and you can like learn and grow from it. And that's the whole point of this life, I think. And so just equating that to physical pain too, was kind of like an aha for me today that like, because literally your muscles have to tear and break and the scarring is what makes them bigger and stronger and whatever. Cause my six-year-old, well, she's still five, but she's almost six. Didn't want to walk to school today in the three feet of snow. Like that's understandable, but her siblings wanted to walk to school. And so I was trying to like get her on board, you know, and she's like, but my legs are broken. And I'm like, yeah, let me tell you about muscles. (laughs) Like They have to be broken in order to get stronger. And then it's, it doesn't hurt as much all the things. Right. But to, to a point where like, I'll just, this is just a solo episode that Cammy's just here for me to have someone to look at while I'm talking. (laughs) I'll let her talk in a minute. I promise. I am on one today. I should have warned you before we hit record. Go. <laughs> anyway, um, okay. So the difference between like pushing yourself too much, like listening to your body, I would love to just hear your take on listening to your body with the physical exercise and with the eating that you're so good at. So your turn. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'll start with the exercise. So um, listening to your body, I think there's a difference between discomfort and pain in exercise. And I probably could attest that a little different now. I'm almost one year out of recovery from my ACL. And I know pain now because um, you can't necessarily move when you have to get, when you've ruptured your ACL or the meniscus, that's what happened to me. And so I know pain and, and I actually have like a torn Achilles, but I know discomfort because I've learned how to like work through that. But I, I don't think I was as good before that, that incident happened of like kind of determining, like just pushing through the pain or like stopping when the pain was there. And so I think it's important when we're listening to our body 
is first of all, I, for the work that I've had to do on myself is just like all the things like where I should be able to do this. I should be able to, I like, I went back to skiing just last weekend and, and everyone's like, it takes a year to go back to skiing after you've ruptured ACL. And I was like out there being like, you should do better. Like you should be out here skiing faster. You should be doing, and I was like, hold, hold on self. Right. I was like, no, 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 I'm just coming back to this. And so listening to my body is like knowing that first of all, like I can get stronger and that when there's pain there that I need to listen to it because it's my body signaling that like, you need to look at this mm-hmm. or there's something we need to just like, like caution, like a little red flag and not indulging in it and not doing it. Right. So I think that sometimes with pain, people like indulge and they don't do anything, but with pain, it's mm-hmm. kind of just like, you have pain here. Let's notice it. Let's notice what we can do. Maybe there's some things we can't do, but what can we still do? and still like have some movement forward. And so that's like where I think the line is drawn is because I think sometimes people are like, I'm listening to my body, so I, I'm not doing anything. Right. And I, I think that's the extreme. Yeah. And I'm, listening to, I, and I'm not listening to my body, so I'm gonna push through everything. I'm not gonna yeah. have any pain. And I think that's extreme. It's just, it's that that sweet spot that mm-hmm. is hard for everyone mm-hmm. is listening to our body, honoring our body, but not giving into the indulgence of like, well, I'm in pain, so I can't, can't do anything. Our bodies can still do things in pain maybe just not the exact same area, like your friend that hurt her back, probably let's not do that to hurt your back right now. Right. And like with my knee, I couldn't do things that was going to be damaging to my knee. I could do upper body. Mm-hmm. I could do some things that was going to get momentum going, but not that's going to create more pain there. It's just overall going to help me. So, yeah. I mean, that's how I look at it in exercise way. And with, with my clients that when they're like, well, I'm in pain because of my knee, I'm like, well, then we're going to work more on the swimming and we're going to put up like a pool buoy between your legs and we're not going to use your leg right now. We're going to work the upper body, right? Something like that. But with food, I think it's just such a caveat because everyone's like, I want to listen to my body. And I, and I think we should listen to our body when we're eating, but here's my caveat. And I, I don't know who does intentional, like it's called um, intuitive eating, I think. Right. And they're like, I'm just going to listen to my body. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a great thing. It's just in the beginning, listening to our body, it's usually the indulgent self body. Right. <laughs> so I, like, that's kind of the trap right there is because we're like, I'm just going to listen to my body and my body wants a donut. So I'm going to eat a donut. Right. But I want to say like, we have to start working on training our body to be intentional with the things that are going to, I don't think food is good or bad, but it's, it's more helpful. There's, there's things that has more nutrients in it probably cleaner for our body, but we have to train our body to want that. We have to train our body and our mind, our mind first to start seeking that. And then our, the thoughts like this is, this is good for me or gratitude. And then we take the action. So to just go to intuitive eating, I don't advocate for that or just listening to our body that way, because from that place, it's usually like what we call like our primal self or just our survival self or whatever. It's just like the one that wants to indulge in all the foods in front of us. And so I just say like, first of all, noticing all those thoughts are there but then deciding like, what do I want my body to be or what do I want it to do? And what will be helpful? What foods are going to be helpful? What's going to be more, more nutrients in that? And then start from a place of thinking from that place. Because then then we can listen to our body when right. it's like, what is my body really wanting? Well, our body wants nutrients to help us heal. It wants vitamins and things, but not if it's in a place where it hasn't done that work to train that brain to do that. Yeah. Yeah. And it's really fun because you can see that that works because when you quote unquote eat healthy for a while, then you really like just don't even have as many urges and it doesn't taste as good and you feel worse. Like when you're just used to eating a donut every morning, you don't get like that stomach ache from it. But once you stop doing that and then you do it again, then you're like, oh, I can tell I haven't been doing this in a while. (laughs) 
And so, yeah. which I love it actually, when my clients are like, I, I kind of got sick after I did that. I'm like, that hey. is actually knowing the difference. Now yeah. you had, you've had a gap enough to start noticing like before you couldn't even feel it. Cause you would just yeah. eat a donut every morning. But now you're like, you notice that that doesn't necessarily like fuel your body in the way that you want to move for the day. And that's progress right there. Yeah. It's, it's noticing the difference right there. Yeah. So good. Okay. So, um, what we're talking about is a continuum, right? So with the food or with the exercise, so we'll use the exercise as an example. Like I'm just going to listen to my body. My body says I want to lay in bed watching Netflix and eating true fruit. Like that's my favorite <laughs> right now. That's all I ever want to do. And, uh, in fact, it's funny. Jody coached me on this one time. I'm like, no, Jody, like one of my values is comfort. And she's like, no, it's not. Comfort is like cozy blanket in your back. I'm like, yeah, I value that a lot. <laughs> anyway. And so like, there's that. And then there's, you know, the ex extreme where like my body's in pain, but like, I have to do it. I'm like pushing myself, whatever. And, and like you mentioned, there's a sweet spot in the middle. Mm -hmm. And I think that's how we think about moderation is that it's like this elusive sweet spot, like the, the straight and narrow path is like so narrow and so straight and like so hard to stay on. It's like really easy to fall off both sides. But just when you were talking about that and I had that visual, I'm like, the sweet spot is all the gray area. Like the edges are black and white, but the gray area is so big. Like you can like not be too far both ways in a, in a huge amount of area. And this is like a big thing that I say all the time now. It's not a one and done it's not a one and done. Like you're not going to just, I'm in that sweet spot and I'm going to be there forever. Like in this example, it's obviously that it's not a one and done, but like all life coaching things, like all training our brain, all managing our bodies and our spirits and our souls and our everything. It's not a one and done. Like we're always all over that continuum, but it's to picture it as like the gray is like so much more space instead of like, Oh, I messed up this way. Oh, I messed up that way is like, it just some like that's where grace is right that's like grace that like maybe I'm a little too far that way and I'll just smooch a little bit this way but that I don't have to like beat myself up and then swing all the way to the other because it's like Mario Kart I always hated playing Mario Kart hate period still people are still trying to get me to play Mario Kart in this house and I'm like all I do is fall off the rainbow road from one side to the other. And all I'm doing is like falling through the air all the time. I can't stay on the path. And my mm -hmm. husband now is like, Oh, there's controls for that. That'll keep you on. I'm like, okay, maybe I'll try again, but too much trauma from my high school days where like all the boys in the ward, I was the only one with the N64. So they all wanted to come over and they felt bad that I was like crocheting or cross stitching. And they, like, they were trying to make me play with it. I'm like, it's fine. You can use a Nintendo. It's okay. Anyway. That's what but it's we're like. We're always fine tuning. I have this yeah. like balance board where there's just like a wheel in the middle and then you stand on it to balance it. Mm. But I feel like that's what the contingent, like the contingent is like, you're, you're trying to find it and you're not going to like, it's not like you find it and you're perfect. Like on that balancing board, you're always doing this. Like mm -hmm. you can't just stand. Yes. You have to still like, and you, your feet, you can't see. Cause I know we're like, this is a, um, I know actually there's video podcast on Spotify. So if you okay, want to good. see our hands going everywhere, going down, but they're always going up and down. And that's what I'm telling I tell people, I'm like, we're always like fine tuning that. Like, it's not like we just set in stone and people like, even with their weight, they're like, I just want to lose this weight. I'm like, listen, it's not a snapshot. Like you're always like, you can lose your weight at one day, but then you still have to be fine balancing, fine tuning how you move forward with that. So it's always a balancing act. Which people like want to be like, that's hard. I'm like, no, let's just have us check. It just has us checking in. It just has us like always coming back to like what our intentions are. Like instead of just going very blindly to it, she's like, let's come back to intentionality instead of like going unintentional, which 
yeah. seems feasible at times. It's just, it's not going to get you the results you want in the long run. Yeah. And all of that's applicable to my parent coaching too, because everybody just wants to like be the mom that they like this elusive, ridiculous version. That's like not even existent, you know, which is probably how we all feel about like our ideal weight too. <laughs> like it's not realistic. It's elusive. Like who actually can ever even like get and stay there and be like some ridiculous version we have in our head that doesn't even exist. Right. We do that yeah. with our parenting too. <laughs> yeah. And so, and it's, yeah, it's no one and done and you have good days and bad days and good moments and, and bad moments and worse moments. And, you know, it's just, it just is, it's all good. Yeah. I'm thinking almost it's like the primal brain and then your prefrontal and that's the balancing act is coming to the middle. Yes. Like to, That's to so funny. You it. said that. Cause that's exactly what I just wrote right there. Oh yeah. I just <laughs> I wanted to get back to that too. Yeah. And what we do is we villainize the primal brain. We're like, no, wanting a donut is like, is, yeah. you know, like that's my primal brain. Like we're always like, we give it ugly names and we have this picture of this girl. And, you know, Jody's talking about like the, don't mind us to just, anyway, I like to geek out on Jody's stuff. And so somebody else who knows what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah. Um, she's always talking about a boardroom now, like in our brains, we have like a boardroom of people giving us thoughts, you know, and we're the manager of that, that, that company that's having the brainstorming session at this boardroom table. Right. Mm -hmm. And we're not going to like shut down that annoying person in the corner every time. Like, Oh, that's such a stupid idea. Like, shut up. Like, no, you're just the primal brain. Like I can't listen yeah. to you. You know, it's a valuable part of the the yeah. company, you know, like we have those thoughts for a reason. And as we just, you know, what we resist persists and they're like the little toddler pulling on our shorts, like mommy, mommy, mommy. I'm like, oh. So <laughs> yeah. Like as we acknowledge those thoughts and don't make them a problem and don't villainize the lower brain, it's just part of our brain and it's doing its job really well. And yeah. it's trying to help. Yeah. Just kinda, okay. Thanks brain. Nice idea. I'm going to go with that idea. <laughs> yeah. And and I think that that's the thing. I love how you say we villainize it because it's kept us alive and, and it has its reasons for what it does and mostly to keep us safe, you know, and comfortable and all the things. And so you're just like, yeah, like I, I'm glad you kept me safe, but I do want to evolve more. And that has me leaning a little bit more in the balance beam, right. To the, to the prefrontal, to the brain that's like help, our brain that's helping us. And so I just think, and, and we get to a point where like, even with moms, we're like, well, or even I love this as life coaches. We're like, well, we should know how to do this better. And I'm like, you know what? We're still human. Like yeah. we all have a profession, but we're all going to be human and we're not going to always be like the best mom and like always have the kindest loving words. And so to villainize it when we're bad, we're like, oh no, that was just me like being human again. And like, how do I come back to that balance again? How do I come back to like what I really do value and get back to, to settling in instead of staying trapped in that villain, like where well, we should have done it better. That doesn't really, that like, kind of keeps us down on the, on, the, on yeah. the balance beam. It doesn't bring us back to the middle. Exactly. And that was the first thing I wrote down when you were talking, because I have this new technique of taking notes instead of interrupting or forgetting what I was going to say. Um, <laughs> Because when you said when you got back out skiing, you're like, oh, I should be better mm -hmm. at this. Like, those are both huge red flags that like, yeah. when I hear my brain saying it, I'm like, thanks, annoying person in the corner of the border. Like, there's no shits here. <laughs> but thanks for, you know, your input. And, and then the concept of better. Oh, my gosh. Like, don't get me started. <laughs> I have a whole podcast about this because this is like my thing, right? So yeah, the we are meaning, like, we don't have to be better. Is that what you're saying? Well, we are good. Like that's my whole platform is that we are good. God made us. He's good. He said it is good. He created us. We're good. We believe that with a newborn baby. And then at what point do we stop believing that? Like once our kids start disobeying us or 
we like to use the word belligerent around here. I'm like, could you stop calling my one-year-old belligerent? And I do it all the time too. Anyway, um, as she's grabbing our Lego, we're just trying to build our Lego and she's like belligerently pulling at the table. Anyway, uh, yeah. Is that the point where she becomes a bad baby? Oh, I can't even. Like, it's not a bad baby. She's mm-hmm. good. We're all good. And yeah. we do stuff that's not good. But that doesn't yeah. mean anything about who we are. We are exactly. good and we do bad stuff. Like, that's behavior, just what I want us all to believe. Yeah. Our behaviors are different than who we are, right? So we're all good. Yeah. And, and I don't think, like, I know people have that concept of, like, you know, being better is bad. And I, I'm i like, it's not from a place that we aren't already good. I think that's yes. what you're saying, too. Like, we're yeah. already good. And with that goodness, with that awesomeness or whatever, that lovable ability, then we can achieve, we can, a, a behavior, right? We can take a behavior that will evolve us only because we love ourselves enough that we want to just go. Like I talk about it in client up here in Colorado Springs, Colorado Springs. And you take a step and a step. There's like 2,768 steps. I'm like, you just take another step. And like, it just gets you to see new perspectives. It just yeah. gets you to this, this higher place. And you get to look down this vista, this beauty and all this stuff. And so I'm like, that's what I like to share with people is like, not from a place that you hate yourself. I'm like, do it from a place you yeah. love yourself. Yeah. And I just want to see what else I can do. Like with this awesome self, like what's the next thing I can do with this awesome self. Right. Yeah. And then that's how we evolve. Yeah. So, Cause yeah. the perspective at the bottom is not bad. Yeah, I fine. love that. I love that idea that getting quote unquote better or like elevating or evolving or whatever. It's just for a different perspective yeah. because the perspective from here, my window so beautiful. I love it so much. And I was in an airplane the other day and that perspective, oh my goodness, blew me away. Like I love having the window seat so I can like be the yeah. annoying person with all the light coming in the plane the whole time. Cause I'm like, and so yeah, it's just a different perspective. And so not that one's worse or better or whatever. It's just different. So yeah. And that's what experiences will teach us is that we can see from a new perspective. And I, I think so many times, like w- going through this year of recovery, which would not have been a big deal for some people, but for me, it really halted some of my athletic things and stuff. Or when I lost my mom, right. It gave me to go through that those two experiences. It really gave me a new perspective. And I think I just didn't make me a better person, not so much, but it evolved me to see things in a new way. And to me, that feels elevating to see things in a new way because then I have a broader a broader vision of things and I love that because then it it takes in more of my life is what I think I get more yeah so so there's some backlash with words you know it's all syntax or semantics or whatever that word is um that's just it's a meaning we give to words right it's all thought land right and so the word is neutral and then we all have different thoughts about it but the way I like to look at it now is that like we are expansive beings Like that's who we are. We are eternal. And so we're always going to have that drive to expand, to be quote unquote better or different or our best self or whatever. And like, there's like, we're just limited by the language, right. Of like how to describe it. But we feel that, you know, like we feel the discomfort of stagnation and we know that like, we're made for something more, something bigger, whatever. Like we can't even explain it. We just use these words that we like to argue about, but it doesn't matter. The point is like, we're eternal beings and we're in this mortal state. And so we're always going to feel that not enoughness because we're not (laughs) like, we are more than what we're kind of crammed into right here, (laughs) you know? And that's the whole point is like the, the growth and development that we go through in this life to get a different perspective. Not that, that we weren't born hundred percent valuable, but just to have the experiences of this earth life to, to just develop like all the words are just limiting you know yeah but what we're trying to say you know 
think they're limiting because I often say like when we try to use heavenly vocabulary, it's hard to use it in earthly form. Yeah. Like my mom, now that she's in heaven, I'm like, I learned angel lingo and it took me a long time, but it's hard to actually describe it to people because I don't think we have those words sometimes to deal with. So yeah. yeah. Oh, that's awesome. All right. Well, what else should we talk about? Should we just wrap up? Are you... I don't know what time. Yeah. I mean, I, the only thing that I really like, well, I feel like I offer things, but I do, I do like to leave people with. So inside team elevate, we had this model called the ACE model. And I think it's just a nice takeaway to kind of, I think we, we lie in any of the three areas either. So A stands for awareness, commitment, and excellence, which I feel like that's, those are the steps we take if we want to elevate our lives. And I, I just like to leave that with people so they can think about like, where am I? Because oftentimes we're not even in awareness. We unintentionally are doing things. And so people come to awareness. I'm like, that is like the first step. If you ever want to change something, it has to come to a place of awareness. Like you have to notice something that has to come to conscious before you can ever change it to put it back in the unconscious to work habitually for you. Right. So I'm like, I call it the Island of awareness. I'm like, we start at the Island of awareness when we start into this change pattern. And then we have to decide where the island of excellence looks like what the island of excellence looks like. So we know where we want to focus and where we want to go. And then in between awareness and excellence is the commitment. Mm-hmm. And that with, with what I do with our food or with our exercise or really like retraining our brain, that commitment um, gets foggy and gets, gets challenging. It's like, I would be doing this, but, and it's usually the commitment part that there's something in there. But I say when we show up and can commit, it is a courageous act to show up and learn how to be consistent, to get to get um, capacity and capability, to get confident that we can just keep moving to that island of excellence. And that's the evolution of how we go through it. And it, like, once we do that pattern, we do with anything in our lives. And so I'm just like, it's that sea of seas in between. Mm-hmm. So we have island of awareness and island of excellence and that sea of seas is that commitment. But that's what separates us is, is doing that. That's why we're not at Island of Excellence yet is because there's this commitment. There's this consistency we haven't built and there's this capability we don't have. And I'm like, it's possible. And I'm, I'm a swimmer, but not the best of all the three events I do swimming's hard, but to get that stroke to go across the sea, it's hard, but that's where we'll change. And we don't have that consistency or that capability yet, but that's why we do it. Cause we want to get to the Island of Excellence. And mm-hmm. so I just like people to be like, where are you? Are you in commitment? Or maybe you're just awareness or maybe you've gone to excellence and train your brain that you've done something that's excellent so that it knows that pattern, mm-hmm. but see where you lie in any of those three areas to get movement forward, to get to an elevated state. Yeah. So. And with the, it's not one and done. It's like, there's several islands, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And you, <laughs> you know, excellence in one area. And then you're like, oh wait, excellence in this area is, yeah. it brings awareness of another and so exactly. back at that that island. Island of excellence, you think it's to an aware, it starts at an island of where like the same yeah. excellence is probably awareness to go to a new island, right? And uh-huh. it's the beauty because you just you keep evolving in a pattern where it's just it feels like that's what we were made to do. Like we're creators and that's yeah. what we want to do. Yeah, I'm picturing Moana, how excited she was once she was like, We're what not explorers what was the word I don't know and she was just yeah. so excited to discover all the different islands <laughs> that's yeah like, I love this sea of seas that's so good oh yeah. all about oh I'm all about cute things like that like if it's into the acronym and then the sea of seas <laughs> so good yeah. so awareness I I call them um triple a batteries is like my formula and it starts with awareness also oh good and, um and then 
after you have the awareness, you've got to get the acceptance. So the acceptance piece is like what I'm always hounding on my podcast. Cause if you judge the awareness that you got, (laughs) then there's no getting to the third one is, um, alignment. And so alignment is you're on your Island of excellence. Like you are doing who you are now, you know, Yeah, what you value, what you do match. Right. I'm guessing like, yeah. Yes. And so, Again, there's no one and done, like our batteries drain all the time and we have to recharge and all the, but it's like sequential, you know, it's like, we want to skip to the action line, you know, to like be aligned with, I know I'm a good person. I know I'm a good mom. I, why am I still doing bad stuff? (laughs) Well, because you're still a human. So we're back to battery number two, (laughs) that acceptance that, okay, you've acknowledged you just, you did something bad. It's okay. We're human, all the acceptance, grace, compassion, love, all the things. And then like we're elevated, right? To go out there and try again yeah. instead of the spiral down of shame and self-loathing and all the things that our yeah. natural brain just does. But because awareness, people think that they're in like judgment, they kind of call that awareness. I'm like, no, that's no. actually not awareness. <laughs> no. So you've got the first battery, but you just gotta fill up the next one now. <laughs> But, but I like acceptance because just accepting that we're human, that like the 50, 50, that like, this is part of how we work. It just is so freeing when we can accept because then we can move forward because if we don't accept and we think we should, you know, like I was saying, Mm -hmm. it just stops us. It's like putting the brakes right on instead of a a gas pedal going forward, you know? So, so tell us all about team elevate and your podcast is called beyond your comfort zone. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Okay. I, I like want people to go beyond their comfort zone <laughs> to so get out, to get out yeah. of island awareness and go to, community. I know. Cause comfort is one of my values. <laughs> I know, but Hey, I do want to, I, I want to speak to that really quick. If comfort is one of your values, I like to think of it this way that in the island of like excellence or whatever, there is comfort there yes. because it is getting you to the things you value and the results that you truly want. So there yeah. is comfort there, but we sell ourselves often short in like a temporary comfort. I think right. we are just like, well, I'll take temporary comfort over the long-term comfort. Mm-hmm. But I think we're all striving for like that long-term comfort, but it, we have to put in the discomfort in yeah. the front. Well, yeah. and again, it's very all or nothing thinking. It's like, yes, it's okay for you to sit in your bed and eat true fruit and watch Netflix sometimes. Like you yeah. don't have to do that all day long. Like yeah. go ahead and get cozy in your blanket, you know, like um, Amy Gianni on her Instagram post one day was like 10 things about me or whatever. And, and one of them was something like that. Like, I love a good book and a blanket or whatever, you know, and the other ones are like, you know, it's like, you can be successful in life or like meet your goal, yeah. be on the island of exce- excellence. Is that right? And, and like do the things that you are villainizing right now. Like it's not bad to do that. It's okay. And, and just in our thinking about, you know, like the spectrum and stuff, it's like moderation doesn't mean, you know, I can't ever do that ever again. I can't ever have a donut for breakfast or whatever, you know? Yeah. I sometimes will see how fast I can work and get everything done so I can take like a 20 minute nap and just get in my bed and cozy. And I'm like, that's my reward. I'm like, I love it. And I'm like, I don't think it's bad. I'm like, that means that I did all my stuff and I was intentional. I planned this time in here. I'm like, let's go. So yeah, yeah I don't. And I think that's a pretty common um, mentality, you know, like work first, play later. Yeah. And I was just listening to a podcast the other day that was flipping that on its head. That was like, so good. <laughs> it was mm-hmm. like, why do we have to earn it? Like rest is rest and we are humans and we need rest. And so if you need rest, like as we're listening to our bodies, right. Yeah. And like you said, it doesn't mean like I'm gonna indulge in that all the time, but when you let yourself off the hook, I like to talk about that too, because <laughs> yeah. you are off the hook. So let yourself off the hook. Yeah. 
I like to pretend like I'm like an iPhone. I like to recharge a little, exactly. like a little charge for like 20 minutes in the day. And I mean, resting is good, but we don't have to start. We don't have to go all the way. We'll, we'll do that for another, say that for another podcast. I know exactly. Good night. For your body. Yeah, <laughs> but, um, yeah, Team Elevate, like it's so fun. It's just, I really love to see moms. Like we're all busy moms. Whoever comes to this, it's, they're busy. And I love to just see them not only thrive in the busy lives they do serving their kids and their husbands and in their church. And then sometimes they have businesses and all the things, but I'm like, like, let's just keep us in the formula, right? Let's make mm-hmm. sure that we're in that formula of busy life and that we, we put ourselves in a place where we're putting this food in. Like we have like a fast fuel for- formula, like a nutrients dense formula that I'm like, let's try to put this in. Let's try to get movement in because we can show up as, I don't know what semantic word we want to use, not, not our, but that ourselves, but just as the mom we want to be. And that's a ripple effect out when we take care of ourselves. And so I love to just be like, I'm, I'm on your support team, mom. Like this, our team here, we're supporting each other in this life that we want to live. That's busy, but we want to take care of us so that we can live that life we want to, instead of sitting in resentment or frustration or all the things. And so I just love, I love it when moms come and they're like, I'm so busy. How to make this work. And I'm like, we're all busy. Let's yeah. all make work, right? Let's support each other. And we're going to, we have like accountability partners and we show up and do these things, but I'm like, we all want to feel good in our bodies and our skin. So I just like to help you do that. And just, I like to kind of like escalate it, like make it go a little faster if we're as a team versus trying to do it on your own. So that's so awesome. Because women need women. Like we it's exponential. Like when we get together in the city, we synergize for sure. Yeah. So Give me the insider scoop though. Tell me the truth. And it's still recording. <laughs> okay, about what? Um, is your group really like all fitness levels? Oh, is it like- yeah, for, it really is. Like I always tell people, I'm like, go on my Instagram. And some people like when I shout out, like all my people, well, they'll eventually be shout out all the team. Well, but they're like, I don't want to be on there. What if I don't look like this other person on the team? I'm like, yeah, I want everyone to see that. First of all, what you look like is just like what you think about. So it doesn't matter to me. Like, I mean, I think everyone looks great, but I'm like, and it really does. Some people are, are like walking again, right? They're just, they have done nothing. They're walking again. And some people are competing in Ironmans. And I'm like, and to me, all of them are amazing. Mm-hmm. And I know even inside the team, sometimes it's tricky. They're like, oh, I don't do this. I'm like, I don't care. Like mm-hmm. you shouldn't be doing like an Ironman if we're just learning to walk again or not walk again, but like if we're learning to like walk around the block to maybe just to run or if we're just trying to get back into some weight. And so it's not like I want people have to have a certain status to come in. I'm like, we start right where we're at. But it's more so just women that oh, it's not just about losing weight. Like I, I'm like, you're not in here just to lose weight. I mean, we do lose weight, but it's a women women that want to like live life, like be 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 moving and not just like only doing weight. That's why I say it's not about weight. It's just I I want you to come with the preface that we're gonna move at some we're gonna move our body in some way. Yeah. So yeah, there's a variety, and then everyone's a different level with their food as well. I'm like where you're, where you're at is exactly where you should be. And then we just take those steps forward where you need to go. And yeah. no one has to be in a, everyone's in different places. I love so- that so much. And I love that you're featuring it on your Instagram because that's the drama that our brains like to indulge in, right. Is like, we see the fitness coaches and we're like, Oh, I don't like anything like that. No, thanks. You know, it's like, she cannot relate with me. She has no idea <laughs> like what real life is over here. She's over there being like hot and skinny and fit and no, thanks. <laughs> 
Yeah. And everyone has their own drama. So I'm like, no, I want everyone to see that you're beautiful and that you is what I what these so they're ambassadors when they come to Team Melvin, they become an ambassador. But I'm like, I want you to represent what it's like to be a real mom unfiltered mm-hmm. and living your life and see where you're starting so people can see your journey, like your journey that you're having courageous, like you're being courageous and brave and you're going to do something a little bit out of your comfort zone to push yourself. And I want moms to see that's possible. Yeah that they don't like wherever you're at, like it's possible to get a little bit more movement, a little bit more nutrients in your body. And we don't have to live in kind of that indulging story or that like victim yeah. story. Like I'm a mom, I can't do it. I have too many kids. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, no, these moms all like a lot of them have eight kids. <laughs> like, <laughs> eight moms are busy and I'm like, uh-huh. they're doing it. And I just want it to be not intimidating, but more inspiring. Yes. That's the possible. line, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's so good. Oh, awesome. Okay. Well, you've convinced me I'm converted. I'm ready to do it. <laughs> but we just started this call talking about constraint. Like I want to do all the yeah. things with everybody. <laughs> all in good time. I'm like, you know what? It happens and you align with it when it's supposed to happen. Yeah, for sure. So, totally. yeah. yeah. So I just keep thinking, I haven't mentioned anything about, so I'm the T1D mom's coach. So I coach moms who have kids with type one diabetes. Yes. And, yeah. um, and that is a podcast for a whole nother day. Cause there's nutrition things in there there's all this stuff but anyway I forgot what it was I was going to say about that I love that you're doing that while you're thinking about what you're saying because I have a lot of friends that have type one children that they had to kind of get them figured out on their own I mean their kids are older now but I saw that you start doing that and I'm like there's there's definitely a place for that because I I I don't I don't have a type one child but I'm guessing there's just so much you have to figure out all the beginning yeah and um I ran a diabetes clinic for mostly people with type 2 so I know that's different but I do think that that you probably have learned about nutrition and how to get the sugars right and the insulin right and all that yeah. stuff so yeah and so there's so much information right just learning about all the things and yeah. it's like you have your doctors and your nurses you have a whole care team to help take care of the kid and I'm here to help take care of you yeah you, like you were talking about, we put ourselves on the back burner, especially when there's like a literal fire on the front burner. You're not really paying attention to that one back there. And so I just started a group call. This is probably what I was trying to think is to just talk about the call. So yeah. um, every Tuesday at 9.30 a.m. Mountain Time, um, we just get on for a quick half hour call. You can take care of yourself for half an hour a week, you know, yeah. and just come and we do um, breathing and meditating and prayer and receiving because it's really our internal intuition. That's like in all parenting, that's what I want to help people be empowered to be their own parenting expert. And we can do that because it's not just us. Like God gave us these kids. God gave us exactly what we need exactly at the right time. If we can just trust in his divine algorithm, I like to call it, you know, that's good. And, um, And so to get in tune with that every week to just calm our nervous systems, even for just a minute, you know, so we get all revived, fill our cup, you know, oxygen mask on us first, all the things like literally we're going to breathe. We need oxygen to be alive. And so anyway, um, I like to call that psychological air. Like we need the psychological air. And probably that spiritual air mm-hmm. to breathe or else we feel suffocated. And I, oh. I just saw my mom, the, my friends that struggled when they had, like, it was hard for them to know and they want to do all this for their kids. And just, I'm sure helping take care of the mom is going to be so important. So that's yeah. amazing work. Yeah. And you're going through it. I mean, like, yeah. you're, because uh, you have a child, like you have a child, two. right? Two, yeah. actually. Two. Yeah. And I was like, what, what a beautiful place. Like 
that you can be a support to them. You know, yeah. so I'm glad you're doing that. So yeah, yeah, and that's what it is. And it's completely free. Everybody's like, yeah, I'm sure not everybody, you know, the haters, <laughs> the one <Yeah>. person <laughs> that we call everybody. Um, it's not free for however long and then whatever. It like literally is a free call forever. <laughs> you know, yeah. so, so just come and no strings attached. There's no like sales pitch at the end. There's not like, it's really, I just really want to be that support group. And like we were talking about women need women in these groups and the yeah. synergy and, and they have their Facebook support groups, but the synergy almost goes the wrong direction sometimes, you know, as we're all just complaining about our muck, you know? And so to have a coach there to kind of let's keep it elevated, right? Yeah. It's anyway, it's going to be awesome. I would say it is awesome, but I literally started this week. So <laughs> oh, good. yeah, I mean, I saw you were saying like you're, I don't know. I saw you seem like a type one coach or something, but I'm just yeah. happy for you because I bet there's like going to be people as they start knowing about it, that will elevate or that will like conjugate to that and really yeah. be appreciative of that. So that's awesome. Yeah. Well, thank you, Cammie, for being here. This was so fun. Yeah, it was so fun. Awesome. Well, thanks for so having me. Everybody look up Cammie on Instagram. And yeah, see those ambassadors coach. that it's yeah. normal people. Normal, we're just awesome normal stuff. moms that want to like live while we're living. Like we want to live our lives while we, we have the chance. That's so good. All yeah. right. Thanks, Cammie. Hey, thanks.